0: Is that right? Did I do that. It's with Tammy, and then I say and Leanne. Okay, hold on. Okay, go okay. okay. Life in a Nutshell. With Tammy. And Leanne. Welcome back, Leanne. Well, hi, Tam. How are you?
1: I'm so good. Good. You have just put me in such a good mood. Good to hear. <laughs> what I try to do, aim yeah. to please. Aim to please. Good thing, because this is a bit of a harder topic today.
0: Oh, this is one that's like, yeah, it's. Kind of weighing on my mind, so we thought we'd talk about this, and it's probably going to be one of our more unpopular <laughs> topics, yeah. Other
1: than like the alcohol ones, this might <laughs> one, be the next
0: one. Um, so yeah, this is a talking about a bit about parenting, and well, I it's not really about parenting, well, it's about relationships with your children. Um, and so I'm not sure, I guess, this is m- mental health because I feel like anything to do with um topics that are going to affect you mentally. Oh yeah. Um
1: and it's how work. we are thinking about it and dealing with it. Yeah. With, in with living with mental illness. So and it is interesting too because we're at very different points. We're at we're, yeah, with we're our one children. season apart. I feel yeah. like we're one season. So That's helpful too. I
0: have a 20, my daughter, my youngest daughter will be 21 in June, and my oldest daughter is actually going to be 24 uh, next week. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, my girls are quite a bit older than Tammy's. My kids
1: are, I have two December babies, a boy and a girl, and not twins, but one is eight and one is 10, and then I have a June baby, um, my oldest, and he is 12. I love how I call them babies. (laughs)
0: <laughs> can see where I'm at. We yeah. can see where this is going to yeah, go. Yeah, you can see where this dialogue is going to go. Yeah. So I had a really interesting conversation with my youngest daughter this week. So this is not a new topic for me. I think this is something we as parents, and I, I don't want to be oh, biased. Yeah. I'm going to give think, my.
1: I'm going to. Lance's given me lots of advice over the years, so I'm going to share some of that on this
0: one. Um, yeah. Go ahead. And I don't want to be biased, but I really think that moms, this maybe more of a, like, I think this hits mother's, I guess I only have a mother's perspective, but I think this hits mothers really hard. Um,
1: We do carry them in our bodies. Yeah. I feel like that
0: does come into play. From what I have seen and heard and from my perspective. Anyways, I think it can work for both men and moms and dads, but I believe that um we are very deeply enmeshed in our children's lives and that we do them a great disservice by not allowing them to figure things out and by interfering in their lives and um, problem solving for them and putting up like trying to protect protect and you know what to <laughs> champion for them and be their advocates Mm. and you know what I know that you we like I feel really deeply that oh I just want to do everything for them and we do them such a disservice
1: it's fear it's based out of fear because we're afraid that and that comes from so a few really key pieces of advice Leanne has given me over the years and I'm not going to say that I like Took them, but like I remember them, <laughs> was um one thing. You, uh, one thing you would say is they're not made of sh- they're not made of sugar. They're not gonna melt mm-hmm. when they're crying because it's very hard for me to hear my kids cry. Still, yeah. um, just the other night I was crying when my son was crying. Not gonna say which one. There's no giving away any yeah. information here about that. But um, I'm already thinking I like, shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Anyways, it's okay. It's okay, people cry. It's healthy. Um, and then the other one. As soon as they're born, what do they try to do? I don't know how you would say it much better, but like they're cr- they're essentially crawling away from you from the time they're yeah, born. This,
0: as soon as they're born, your job is to let them go. They are they are leaving you.
1: I still don't like hearing that, but mm-hmm. that's fine. I'm very much in the midst of this, so this is a more. Sen- I feel like it's very sensitive for me too.
0: Um, yeah, obviously, we're at different <laughs> spots. But, but it's, it's
1: serious. I'm is afraid the... of, I'm afraid for my kids' futures, and I'm always catastrophizing and doing everything in my power to try to protect them from that, right? And that's, that's what we're talking about. That is not helpful.
0: That's right. And, and the reason I say this is because with my girls being older, I have a bit more perspective but the interesting part is it doesn't change even as they get older you still want to do that so I had a situation this week where um, one of my girls I'm not going to get into it but I felt like something happened and I was quite I was upset I felt like something didn't go well and that my daughter um, one of my daughters you know you know when things don't go well for your kids and you feel bad, and I was quite upset about it. And my younger daughter—oh, now I've given it away because I said it was my It's fine. I made a mistake too, so potentially we'll just both get in trouble from our kids. Let's just don't—they <laughs> won't listen. Anyways, my younger daughter, she just like laid into me hard.
1: She's very smart. She's, she's very, very wise. She's not to do <laughs> good for her.
0: I'm just kidding. They're both <laughs> very smart, yes, and they are. they're both very wise. But the interesting part is. My younger daughter does not pull any punches. She is so, like, she just laid right into me. And she was like, we are adults. We can figure things out. We do not need you to fight our battles. We do not need you to interfere. Essentially, get over (laughs) it. I was just like, and then she listed off about, like, five different things. She's like, "This This this isn't fair in life. This isn't fair in life. This isn't fair in life. This isn't fair. <clears throat> excuse me, and I was just like, okay, put me in my place. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, like they don't want me to.
1: No, they want f- to, they, they feel. So my experience from people trying to protect me from situations or not tell me all the information because they're scared I might mm-hmm. get afraid or like these things are, that's they're absolutely the most painful experiences because you feel... Like they're basically telling you that you are not capable and, and that you are not is, able. That is what the I man.
0: have learned. Yes, and you know what? Believing this,
1: our children are
0: able. And that is the Believing one of the things to I learned too. And that again oh was goodness. both of my girls. Um, mm. You think that by keeping information from them because you don't, you're trying to protect them. I learned that the hard way. That is the worst thing you can do, because then you your kids. It's like giving your kids the message that you don't think they're strong enough, smart enough, capable of either understanding or handling whatever it is, the problem or the information. And that is the worst message you can send because that's like that's creates self doubt and that affects their self esteem. Yeah. But in your mind, it's like, oh, I'm protecting them. I'm doing whatever's best for them. I'm caring it for I them. I care
1: so much, and, you and it comes out of love. It's it's, it's, it's it not comes
0: from a good totally, place. Totally, it's not yeah. about love. Yeah, it is about it is about doing them a disservice, because they. So it's well, you're sending these messages, and I have learned that I had to completely shift my perspective, and learn that. By allowing my children to suffer the consequences of their actions, by treating them with respect, by allowing them to make decisions, have make mistakes, fall down, that that was treating them with respect. And it has been so hard, but I I realized that, I didn't do that for a good portion of their lives, and that was that was a disservice to them and that's why I think it's really important to talk about because you you're doing it out of love it's it, it has nothing to do with love
1: it's also perspective because I've been pretty close to you since your girls were really little mm-hmm. and I've always thought that you did let them go through things
0: I did and then. As life got harder sure. mm-hmm. I s- started to get more protective and, mm-hmm. and meshed and the more I was should have at points where I guess I should have let go and allowed them to fall I started to get in the way
1: and that is something you always tell me because why do you do that it's because of fear and because
0: you, and to minimize my pain.
1: Yes. That's the answer I was looking for. Yeah. That's really profound and I feel like it's important to share that to understand that that's why why we do these things, why we do the overprotecting, it's to minimize our own pain. It's actually not about their pain.
0: Yeah. And that's like I said, this isn't a popular point of view. Yeah. It's not something people want to hear. True. It is. It's like, we think we're, we're doing it for them, but really it's really selfish. It's because we don't want to feel the pain. Oh
1: yeah. I I don't want to hurt. No, I don't want to feel, you know, it even goes back to all like way back to when your kids are little and you're taking them to daycare for the first Mm -hmm. time and they're crying, Mm -hmm. but it's our pain that Yeah, you're right. People are like, gonna disagree with this and it's fine for people to disagree. But when I think back to how much pain I was in when I was leaving my kids and how I felt like the worst mother and I was being so selfish by working. And I think I would drop them off for maybe two to three hours a day, every other day. Like it, it, so it it doesn't matter how often you're leaving your kids or not. I would always feel such guilt when I left my kids. But then if they were happy, I didn't. So I feel like it was more that dropping them off and having them have the fit made me feel so uncomfortable and like such a bad person and a bad mother. Really, I was very hard on myself. and that, But that was about my feelings, not about theirs because they would be fine a few minutes later and I would hold on to it still for years. I would hold on to that. Did I do the right thing? Did I make the right decision? Because I think we think that we have all the control so every decision we make either harms or helps our child and and there's and maybe that is our the way my mind works because of my illness I don't know but I always think that every decision I make is the like so important right. Like and there's no resilience. There's no healing. There's no getting better. There's no coming back from this one wrong, which decision. is such
0: a, like I, have, and maybe that, again, that's my perspective too, is that I remember when my kids were little, I was like, Oh my goodness, that was such a big deal. I had to feed my kids. Like I made my own baby <laughs> food and froze it in ice cube trays and the whole, like whatever. And all of, like, all of those that seemed so important. And then as now my kids are older and I look back and I was like, Wow, I made every little decision such a big deal and I'm not saying these decisions aren't important, mm. but they're not a catastrophe. Yeah. If your child doesn't like, you know, get into the this daycare or like I just think about my family members and they they're at this stage where they have younger kids mm-hmm. too and I'm like, it's it's such a stress on young moms to make every right decision. It's the paradox of choice. Right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, think about the way we were raised. I mean, it was sort of like... We had one school, one option. And it was like, you're out the door. We were out the door all day playing and we came home for lunch. I came home for dinner. I had three younger siblings. It was like, we just sort of like... I mean, I know times are different. and People always say that, well, times are different. I get that. But we've gone to such an extreme. I'm not sure.
1: Have kidnappings increased now than, but less before? I, I don't, don't know. know. I it's mean, like, like a thing of really, like. Really, is that a fear? Is that fear mongering? Is, is it is just we really have more true?
0: social media?
1: Is it yeah. just that it's like we're hearing more news from many different cities?
0: It, like that's the thing. There's. It's just... hard to
1: say if it's really that different now, or if people are just.
0: I think like you do a really good job with your kids. I think you are very good about I letting your freedom. kids have freedom and. They it's, have consequences. I think you do a very good well, job at that.
1: It's extremely difficult for me. I'm. My husband is very chill and laid back, and he. I remember when. I'm so glad I'm not in that newborn stage anymore with like uh, car seats. Like I remember all the like judgment from other mothers on car seats. Well, I know that we're supposed to keep our kids in car seats till they're five now. I know that, but I'm not gonna, like, not booster, five point harness. I'm like. Or keep their winter coat on. Look, girls, I get it. It's the safer way to do it.
0: Unless, like... Uh, but I'm uh, going to such but, an uh,
1: unpopular opinion. This is so... <laughs>
0: That's why I said this is going to be one of those. I've also read, like, that it's that a is just the, right like, consumer... Um...
1: Sure. Okay, so whatever, right? But, like, each family, unless it's the law... Each family needs to make a decision. So I remember talking to my husband and fear, right? I was like, oh honey, we need to keep them rear facing until they're five in a five point harness because this is what they're doing now. And this is what they're, you know, not that, not, I don't know who was even recommending if it was St. John's you know. ambulance or if it was just like a, a magazine I read, but, or a blog, but there were, the recommendation was out there to do that, or you could do that or you should or whatever. And he's like, well, we could bubble wrap them too. <laughs> know, Would that true. make it more safe? And I was like yeah, would can we get, can we get like some bulk (laughs) bubble wrap? But his point was, yes, you can always be safer. He's like, yeah, you can always be safer. But where do we draw the line? I was watching my girl yesterday with Piper. Oh, I said, are we not supposed to say names on here? It's fine. Oh, I don't think it matters. I, I don't think it matters. Um, and, um, I was watching the kids on My Girl bike around. So it's based in the 70s, but I know it was yeah. made, made later than that. But the movie's based in the 70s. So they're biking around town, no helmets, just having the best time. The dad's like, get out of the house. You know, he loves her, but he's like, go. Like, why are you here? So she's biking around with her friend. She ends up enrolling in that course. She steals money to get to go to that learn her poetry with the teacher she's in love with. Anyways, it's a great movie. She really, it's on Netflix right now. Um, And I just was like, wow, her dad has no idea of all these things she's doing and she's just living the best life. And she's such a great kid. I know she stole money, but she just wanted to see her cute teacher and like get in his class. It's fine. Um, That is so, that's freedom. And I think we, we box our, we keep our kids so safe. We think it's safe, but it's, it's, so
0: jailed well and it's so it's so restrictive and like i said and they don't have problem solving skills yes they don't have they have struggle with like their like their self-esteem self self-esteem, self-worth self-worth they they don't know how to make decisions mm-hmm. they're it's just like i am just I, I remember reading this other thing too sorry i'm interrupting you that's I'm okay i'm so
1: good at it you're so good at interrupting, <laughs> you. so good at interrupting. <laughs> super good at interrupting you um, I remember reading this other thing too. When you drop your kids off at school, um, pull up, get, let them out the door and then drive away. Because if you sit there and you watch them until they get in the door, what that teaches them is it's not safe to walk from the car to the school. Yeah. It's, it's little things yeah, like that, Totally. that I would, when I heard that I was like, okay, I still think about that now. And that was probably 10 years ago or, you know, seven years ago, or whatever that I, that I heard that. And I was like, okay, Tammy, like. You're telling them it's not safe. You're telling them nothing is safe. Like that if nothing you teach your safe. kids
0: that the whole nothing world is, is a safe. scary place. Yeah. I mean, if that's, like, no wonder. I just like,
1: like it's a contributing factor to, to mental health, health Exactly. I was going to say, no I wonder like.
0: kids are suffering from anxiety, yeah. depression oh. so much. Because oh, yeah. if we're so, if they don't learn the, social, the skills when they're younger, mm-hmm. because we've been so protective mm-hmm. of them. And like I said, this is not going to be possible. No, and
1: I've been overprotective, and my kids have oh, suffered. So, um, they have suffered have from I. But, so I guess, partially it is. You can't be a perfect parent, so don't try. Yeah. Don't bother trying. You can't be a perfect parent.
0: And don't do, and you know what? Give your kids the opportunity Credit. to fail. and yes. And to make mistakes. I think, like, my honestly, my husband is so,
1: so wise with that stuff. Because another a situation happened again, and I was just so sad, you know? And he's like, this is a great, this is such a great opportunity for people to, for him to learn that this happens in life and it's fine.
0: And that's a really great attitude. And like I said, I was so impressed with my daughter that she was just like, I just was like, wow, you're right. Yeah. I mean, like I said, my kids are adults, sure, but I'm still like, so, you (laughs) know, invested in and I'm like, they're adults.
1: I think it's like kids are wise.
0: They are so wise. Yeah. We don't give them enough credit. I think
1: that's what it comes down to. Giving, giving kids, teaching them the tools, teaching them to trust their intuition. When they mm-hmm. feel like something's off, it's off. So talk to me about that.
0: Keep Let, that line of communication themselves. open. Yeah. That's a Actually, big thing.
1: I had such a lovely, I met this lovely woman at a lunch the other day. And she said, if you're communicating with your kids, you will get through the teen years. It's, it's just like, true. Things are going to happen that are really hard but if you keep the communication open you will get through
0: it together it's true I, you know what and and if because you and your husband are such you know you have such strong family mm-hmm. values and you we guys are, are good
1: communicators not you that guys it's are, easy no but you guys are really <laughs> really
0: good and you know what if you are if you just have it in your head you know what it my kids are going to make mistakes and that's okay.
1: Yeah. I that think that's you just have to oh.
0: really be like, and you can, and you know what? Nobody knows what's going to happen. Like there's no guarantees, but there's no guarantees on anything. On anything. And that's the thing. If yeah. you're so fearful, mm-hmm. like that's what I've learned in life is if, if you're going to live your life in fear, you're going to miss your life. That's it. That's it's the, just that I'm so good at being afraid, Leanne. Well, you know what? It's really easy because we've had a lot of practice, all of us.
1: We've all been like, "Yeah," just super good at being afraid about everything.
0: We practiced
1: it a lot, so we have to rework those. That's those right, path- pathways. Mm-hmm. That really is a thing.
0: Mm-hmm. I've done the twenty-one brain, twenty-one
1: day brain detox, the Dr. Leaf one. Yeah, I think that it is important to understand how how fact based that is because I I think people would say. Oh, you know, this whole idea of like manifestation and affirmation. And I think the reason getting behind why affirmations work is because you're actually creating new neuropathways in your brain. So it's not that you're just saying something enough until you start to believe it. You're actually changing the physical structure of the brain. That is for me, as a person who needs proof and needs to understand why, okay, that makes sense to me. Well, that
0: TED Talk we watched, at mm. Shattering, that Lisa yes. Barrett Feldman. If you if you're interested, amazing TED Talk mm-hmm. on about about mm. emotions. We'll
1: post that on our on, on our, our Shattering. Shattering yeah,
0: um, that emotions are actually um, that they, that we create them. So people feel like I have I no that. control that I, you know, I can't be, I, you know, I can't help it. This is the way mm-hmm. she I feel. Ta- she's a neuroscientist and she actually talks, she's been studying this for years. And in this Ted talk, she talks about actually how we can, we do have control. So therefore we are responsible. And so it's oh, fascinating. I just don't I, want I'm to be responsible so for my
1: feelings. I just want to feel my feelings and I want to like... You can feel your
0: feelings, but it's just what, you know, you can, it's what you do with them. It's like... It's progression, not perfection. Yeah. Like she talks about, like when you get that, that. I I loved how she talked about, you know, when you get that feeling in the pit of your stomach, she's like, you can, you can think about it as like when they did that with the university students about test anxiety. Well, actually, is it that I'm like, you know, hungry? Am I feeling like, That's and Casey Baker talks about it too, in that women yeah, speak, we'll share how too. she talks, talks about how when we get that fluttery feeling before you go to speak publicly, she says you can interpret that as nervous energy, or you can turn that into excitement, a, positive, positive energy. energy. So it's a yep. lot to do with how you interpret what the signals your body is giving yep. you. And then you turn that into into either a positive or a negative, and it's what we do with it in our head. So, mm-hmm. anyways, that's really cool stuff that I yeah. I am very interested in, and I believe that I've seen it work because I it's worked for well, me. Well, it's
1: worked for me. Like I yeah. think of what I things I can do that I couldn't do.
0: Yeah, I mean, through my I'm mental the illness yeah. and
1: through the beliefs or triggers. Like triggers, I think especially with things like when something triggers you you, you can definitely work on something so obvious like that. Like once you recognize what the trigger is, then you can start working on those affirmations and start listening to what your brain is telling you, like the lie and then replacing the lie with the truth. And and that's, and, and you only pick one lie at a time essentially is what it is. But I think we'll share these things on, um, we'll share Dr. Leaf and the podcast. Um, the, you know, anyways, we'll share all that stuff on our feed. Yeah. On the Shattering the Darkness feed on Instagram.
0: And I think too that there's also professionals out there that can certainly help you with a lot of this. If you're struggling with, um, so we started out with parenting, but I mean, this all ties in together because Mm -hmm. you can learn to, um, change the way you think, change the way you feel and how you deal with that. And that can also help you with, if you're struggling with, um, challenges with your children um, yeah. in whatever way that, whatever that looks like it, whatever stage your kids mm-hmm. are at, if you're feeling like there's, you know, some, and everybody struggles at every age with yeah. their kids, except maybe like when they're about maybe nine and 10, I feel like is like the perfect age. But anyways, that's just there what, is for kind my of a sweet spot. But yeah, it doesn't last that long. <laughs> it's
1: very, and then, and then apparently, and you're only coming into this now, but apparently in the twenties up to like they start to come back in this great way they are
0: they it's yeah so that's really exciting yeah Yeah. like for me now i have like a, a amazing i mean relationship with my daughters i am it's beautiful
1: i feel like what i'm working on most with situations like from a very tangible advice um and very personal something i am trying to work on is when when i am when I am able to sleep well, eat well,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, exercise, exercise, do my devotional. Yeah. When I'm able to have, there are many times that that is not possible, but when I'm able to have a, some kind of a routine and balance in my life and I've been checking all the boxes that I can and then a situation arises that is something I would react to in a negative way with my kids, just don't react you know, write it down, come back to it, step away from it, whatever you have to do, grab someone who is really good for perspective, who is in a season. You know, this is why it's so important to be in relationship with people who in a community, because when you are faced with something that you have never been faced with before, especially with your children, it's so painful and scary. And then to be able to talk to someone openly and vulnerably and share what's going on and have them go, oh, we went through that, it's that validation, Yep. not looking at you like you're crazy, but being like, oh, we did this, we tried this and this really helped, or they just listened to you or whatever it is. Um, do, do those things, reach out for help. If your husband or your, your uh, wife or your partner is really helpful and really grounded and level-headed and doesn't suffer with mental illness, awesome. They're a great person to ask. I know that our therapist, our family therapist said, Basically, to me, Tammy, when, if your children feel anxious about something, as the anxious parent, you're not the one to deal with it.
0: Yeah, I think that's very profound. You allow
1: the non-anxious parent to deal with it. Problem is, the anxious parent, me, I don't think he's going to do a good enough job. I want control. I'm scared he's going to make the wrong decision. He doesn't seem reactive enough. Why doesn't he care? Does he even know what's going on? This is a super serious issue. Ah so you really really have to remove yourself from the situation (laughs) and let them do it
0: like he's not reactive enough that's hilarious why is he not
1: reacting why is he not acting like this like why is he not going crazy like like does he he not see that my child is my child
0: yeah now my child
1: child is like leaning over in unhealthy posture with his device he's gonna be he's gonna get that horn growing out of his spine (laughs) we have to stop this
0: It's so good that your husband is going to be managing those difficult moments that you have created in your brain.
1: (laughs) Honey. Honey. This was like just yesterday or today or whatever. Who knows, like an hour ago. How about... um,
0: Just let him
1: have like a rest day. I'm like, but the horn, if the horn grows, that's all on me.
0: (laughs) Sorry, I don't know anything about the horn. Don't worry. (laughs) Don't
1: worry about the horn. It's just that because kids are like... Oh yeah, well they're.
0: Po- I can see that, and they're all gonna have carpal tunnel because they've like in all these twos.
1: And this is if you you hear me, you think I'm a good parent? Mm. <laughs> I do think you're. A I good know I'm parent. a good parent, but I am definitely reactive in an overreactive, catastrophizing way. Well, and and I'll, I'll be like
0: that. There's gonna be an
1: epidemic. Everyone's addicted to these things. Like I, totally go, way out there.
0: But your kids are, I know that they have, like, only a certain amount of time. <laughs> yes. I know what you're like because, as a parent.
1: you know, and, and, and so it's, like, times like that that I'm like, you're not being, re- you're not understanding enough how dire the situation is. Can he even lift his head up straight anymore? <laughs> I'm always like, my kids are it. so funny. They're like, whenever there's a problem, like... I have a headache. Mom says drink more water. My solution is always drink more water. I'm like, by the way, I'm right. Just drink more water. My posture's bad. Drink more water. I'm tired. Drink more water. I can't sleep at night. Drink water. Constipated. Drink water. It's it's across the board. Drink water. That's a good. That's a good solution. Oh man, he makes so fun of me because any situation like, oh, I didn't get a good exam mark on my exam. I'm like,
0: just drink more water. (laughs) I love it. So that doesn't seem overly reactive drink more that's,
1: um, maybe that's my go-to now so I don't overreact it's good to have it's good to have something
0: you should have like three or four lines in your yeah. toolbox since oh, you're the anxious water. parent no. just drink some water <laughs> just drink, your, drink water
1: you know my favorite thing to do though before we sign off on this one and if you have anything else to say of course I'll give you some time Leanne oh gee thank you you're so kind. <laughs> I feel like I'm forgetting it now if everything's going really well mm-hmm. and everything's just really calm and life just feels a little too easy. Mm-hmm. I just love to shake it out. <laughs> yeah. Just find something to introduce. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's you, A little quiet
0: in the house. Mm. Hey, create chaos. Create. You
1: know what? Here's a good idea. Create chaos. <laughs> there you go. That's my advice Ta- for Tammy's
0: advice for the day. If things are calm and going well, make sure you create a little chaos. Yeah, there you Kay. go. And here's Leanne's advice. Do not listen to Tammy. <laughs>
1: leave the situation alone
0: enjoy go take a walk have a nice cup of tea grab a book take a walk do something for yourself have a bath
1: and our next podcast will be about how to stop creating stress in your life
0: by Leanne hosted solely by Leanne Tammy won't even be here she'll be on a hiatus. that will be how that will be, Mexico. How, that will be Mexico. how you Create less stress in your life. Tammy will not be present. <laughs> oh my
1: god. <laughs> I <hate>. How rude. <laughs> That's all for today. Don't worry. We're still getting along. still love her. <laughs> <laughs> and I love her too. Okay. Chat soon. Talk soon. Bye. Hey, all you nuts out there. Don't lock yourself up in that shell. Crack it open.